0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. With a pump fake and a one dribble inside to the long two, and he makes it. That's has been his game his whole career. By looking at him smiling, we well, go. My Welcome to another episode of The Long Two. I am Pete Rogers. He is Natty Wallet, And we are a Carmelo Santhony podcast that occasionally talks fantasy basketball. Natty, how are you doing this week?
1: I'm okay, buddy. How are you?
0: I am equally as okay. We were talking before we hit record. We're both just feeling kind of tired. And I will say... uh Yours truly, got my second vax this week. I know nice. you just got your first dose of vax. So that obviously for me, played into it. I just, you know, it, it knocks you out for a, a couple of days. It knocked me out for about 24, 30 hours. But, you know, coming out of that and uh, feeling feeling better, feeling
1: safer, you know? And that's ultimately what's important. Hey, man, you, you did your part. Everybody should get vaxxed so yep. we can... You know, continue to improve the situation. Um, so it's good that you got number two. I'm a little jealous. I'll get mine next month. Good. Um, but yeah, everybody. Still plenty
0: of time before, you know, things really get nice. And it's we're end of May, early June, where, you know, the summertime really begins
1: be vaxxed
0: up and ready for the playoffs ready to thrive uh before we talk waiver wire ads i do want to just quickly i wanted to get your i want to get your thoughts on some uh mvp odds natty because okay. right now luka Jokic. Uh Nikola Jokic. Jokic. What did I? What I just to combine that, those guys. That would that be player,
1: incredible.
0: That player would be unstoppable. Luka Luka Jokic would be a, a beast unto himself. But Nikola Jokic. Uh, these odds are via DraftKings. He's at minus four hundred right now to an MVP. Everyone thinks he's the favorite. That's you know I don't see why you would argue against that. Well, my point is is though. Joel and number two plus three twenty five. Giannis plus 2000, James Harden plus 2500, Steph Curry, number 5 on this list? Does that yeah. seem not seem low to you?
1: He should be higher than Harden, I believe. Yeah, at the very for least. Sure. Yeah, I think Harden has missed enough that he should be out of the top 5. I think LBJ should still be there in the fifth spot. But yeah, I mean before the season we said for the Warriors to do well they were probably going to need an MVP-esque season from Steph. And that's what he's given them. And I they mean, are they 500 are, and in
0: the playoffs right, today. Right. They're currently at the 10th seed right now. So they're, they'd are they be in the play-in tournament. Um, and I mean, it's just, it's the fact that like, we're, you know, the MVP is all about narratives. And the fact that Steph has just been like playing astronomically uh through the month of April is, uh I feel like if he keeps that up and the Warriors can, I, if they can cement an actual playoff bid, but if they're still in that play in tournament, like he's, you know, playing at this level, he can win a game. You get into the playoffs, you maybe have an, a mildly exciting series. I just thought the plus 3,000 for Steph Curry to win MVP was, uh, was an interesting line. Interesting line.
1: He's having one of his best seasons, and this seems like prime Curry. Um, and he has to do it. In order right. for the Warriors to win. So this is a lot of it's not desperation, but he's playing at 110 uh, percent like we've seen him play before. And that team without him is nothing, uh, you know, Literally no disrespect nothing. to the other players, including Draymond and Maple Jordan. But uh, no, they this just would th- be this team close. would be
0: garbage. This team would be rivaling like the T-Wolves for record in the West without Steph.
1: And they actually have a top 10 defensive rating as a team, I believe. Uh, yeah, they so do. Th- they're, in, they're 16 and 14 in the conference, which sort of suggests to me that they're better than we think. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to have to play a one game playoff game against them and if it's blazers versus dubs that's going to be absolutely incredibly awesome that's dame versus steph yeah um so anytime you have draymond and steph i think you have to consider the team dangerous Mm -hmm. so it's uh but they're they're not they don't have a good enough seed in the west for steph to actually win i don't think Uh, So I still think it comes down to Joker and Embiid.
0: Yeah, no, I I think Honeypot's going to win it. Uh, Let me give you Steph's month of April stats before we move on to some good fantasy basketball content. Month of April, 35 minutes per game, uh, 38 points per game, Mm. six rebounds Mm. per game, 4.7 assists per game, shooting 53%, 47%, 90%. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs>
1: it's and it's the type of shots he takes.
0: It's the uh, 14 threes per game and he's shooting 47%. That's fucking out of this world. Oh my god.
1: But and talking about, go ahead. Sorry, just one more thing. There's the Bucks right now are in the 3rd seed, 37-22 in the East. The 76ers are 39-21 and the Nets are 40 and 20. There is a chance that Milwaukee gets the number one seed or the number two seed, and if that did happen, then I think that Giannis would actually leapfrog Embiid because hmm. of the amount of minutes and games played. Much like with Joker, I mean, I sort of feel like Joker's gonna I, Joker's win it, but they're in the bag, yeah. they're in the fourth seed. You know, like they're if they go into the fifth or sixth like if they go into a free fall i don't think that'll happen but um at a certain point i it comes down to taste do you care about the minutes do you care about the seed and overall record do you care about the context of the team the reason the nba loves this is because most valuable player is in the eye of the beholder it's not best player right Uh, it's not most dominant which would be which indeed would win running away um so this is it's going to come down to the wire, I think, you know, it, and it's going to depend on every single aspect of the team and the player. So yeah. Steph's going for point leader. Um, Joker is trying to propel his team, and he looks like he's the best offensive big man in the NBA. Meanwhile, Embiid looks like the most dominant player when he can play in the NBA, uh, and Giannis, no one gives a shit about the bucks this year. No one gives a shit about the, but free. that's kind of right where they want to be. I feel like that's new for them and that's perfect for them. Right. They, the only expectations they gave for themselves or the only goals they gave for themselves is to make the finals, yeah. making the Eastern conference finals. I don't think cuts it. You have to make the fucking finals and they don't give a damn about anything else. They've been experimenting all throughout the season Drew Holiday is now the second best player on that team, I think. Yep. I think he's better than Chris Middleton, yep. uh, even though Middleton's absolutely still awesome and efficient. Uh, but that that team's still dangerous. And oh, yeah. if the Bucks do go on a run and come up with the number one or two seed, I do think there's a chance that Giannis could grab his third MVP. It's saucy.
0: Uh of course, all this MVP talk doesn't mean shit to you, dear uh fantasy basketball listeners, because <laughs> right. you're not gonna be able to add these guys off waivers. But who you can add off waivers is the whole laundry list of players who can still give you massive benefits as we approach uh fantasy basketball playoffs. If they haven't or already begun, some for you.
1: leagues might yeah. Some yeah. we're in one league together where uh this was the first week of the oh playoffs. Oh my god, was it really? Week. Jesus.
0: Yeah. Shows you how much of this league I've been paying attention to. It's because my you team is cursed, luck. Natty. It's you fucking really cursed and I just don't even care anymore.
1: I mean, oh, that happens. I'm winning this week, so that's okay. It, anyway. This is such a weird season. Like, we sort of forget because this year isn't as weird as last year's, but this was still a weird season.
0: And no a lot of Durant- people
1: got injured and lost a ton of games. I mean, there's, like, there's almost no way that someone got through this fantasy season without someone oh, yeah. going on their IR. Yeah. Uh
0: Durant, I didn't realize played 14 minutes today, scored 13 points. Well done, Durant.
1: Yeah. Thanks for getting is...
0: me thanks for getting me 28 fantasy points in 14 <laughs> minutes of play. Love it. Oh um, boy. All right. And Go ahead. Let's let's talk waiver wire ads. Uh, as always, we have four different categories for you guys. We have dunks. These are 70% and under rostered on ESPN. Layups, 50% and under. Open threes, 35% and under. And long twos, 20% and under rostered. I will start us off with our dunk. My first dunk or my only dunk. Excuse me. My <laughs> dunk. And that is, uh, I like this guy. I've talked about him a lot, I feel like, on this show. Haka Piddal on the uh, san antonio spurs over the last 30 days he's been the 23rd player on espn player raider in the last 15 number six you wow. can add a top 10 player in fantasy basketball over the last 15 days for free on your fantasy waiver he's 60 percent rostered in espn uh in the month of april he is averaging 10.9 points 8.3 boards 2.3 assists 3.2 steals are stocks per game. Excuse me. Over the last two weeks, he's averaging 3.1 blocks per game. Over the last two weeks, two weeks. That's why he's the t- number six player in the last 15 days. Miles Turner is the only player in the NBA averaging over three blocks per game on the season. So Jakob Pudl is giving you elite defense, astronomically elite defense, while basically uh, a double-double on uh, the offensive side in terms of points and boards, 2.3 assists. Also nothing to scoff at. Like this man should be 80% rostered and up uh, within like the matter of seconds. So make sure you go st- snag snagging while he's still
1: at least mildly available in leagues. I think blocks have been one of the stories of this fantasy season. Totally. Uh, basically everybody who has high block rates is, fantasy gold right now and i don't know if it's because of the increased offense so maybe there's just more opportunities to Mm -hmm. block things or if it's just because the uh front court has sort of caught up with the three-point new nba explosion and so now Uh you have guys like Pertle. Uh, how about Nerland's Noel, who doesn't score at all, but is getting but blocks all over the like, place. Like, yeah,
0: is still like a top 50 fantasy basketball because he just gets, you know, blocks, 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 blocks.
1: And they're becoming real, like, highlights. So yeah. it's, uh, I think the players like to do it, and they're not swatting them out of bounds, uh, which is yes. important. You're getting extra possessions out of yep. these. Um, so, yeah, blah, I mean, watching bigs distribute and wings distribute like everyone's assisting more there's more passing the ball movement has been uh democratized um everybody is sort of expected to do all these things like rebounds for guards you know um and i don't know if the steals have really varied that much but the blocks are just I, i mean you can see when you look at player rating like some of these guys are going nuts And it's, I mean, my, my dunk is a blocker as well. So go ahead. uh, Pay attention to the blocks, everybody. Okay. Well, my dunk is, and all of these guys, I think are guys that we've been talking about throughout the season. And this is because heading into the playoffs or in the off season, these are guys that you're going to want. Uh, Derek white, not a boyfriend, but like, he's on the list, you know, like we, he's a,
0: he's a quick booty call for you.
1: We're in constant contact, absolutely, yep. or regular contact. Regular, yeah. He he doesn't reject my calls and I don't reject his. <laughs> we answer each other's texts. That's nice. Anyway, he's 63% rostered. Over the last month, he is the 25th best player in ESPN Basic Fantasy Basketball. That's pretty also, good, people. Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. And he is the lowest rostered player of the top 30 over the past month as well so good and available which is pretty nice he's rostered less than tj mcconnell who does not start (laughs) now some of that is because Derek white had a bad or slow slumpy beginning to the season um but he's been one of the best fantasy players in the game for quite a while now uh on the season he's averaging 15 plus points per game three plus boards three plus dimes a block, which is what we mentioned earlier, and two plus three pointers made. Only seven players in the NBA can match or exceed those numbers this year. And it's mainly because of the blocks, but still, Embiid, Giannis, Durant, Big Cat, The Brow, and BAM, along with Derek White, who is a guard and is six four. Those are the only guys that can give you those numbers. Um He's also Derek White's also the only one of those players to average under thirty minutes per game. <laughs> so, like if he was playing thirty-two or thirty-three or thirty-four minutes per game, those would go up even more. Um, only eight players are averaging over two three-pointers made and a block on the year, and that's also an impressive list. Big Cat, Jeremy Grant, go Pistons. Maple Jordan, Durant, Bob Covington, Chris Stops. Michael Porter Jr. And Derek white. So those are two really nice lists to be on Uh, a perimeter threat and a defensive elite player for one of the hardest stat cats and most valuable stat cats to get. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in the month of April, I don't know if you gave his actual numbers for this month, but this month he's been really great. 18 point, yeah. 18.8 points per game, 3.3 boards, four assists, 1.1 blocks, 1. Point, uh, or sorry, 0.8 steals. So it's you know, 1.9 stocks, almost two stocks per game, shooting uh three attempts or eight, three, three, eight three-point attempts. There we go. It's when there's like multiple numbers, all it's just too much. Totally.
1: It's we're we're exhausted. It's a long day, Um, (laughs) but also, you know, steady minutes, safe minutes, just like with Pirtle. I mean, it's two 32
0: 32 minutes per game through the month of April. Like, yeah, he is just a reliable guy uh, on the Spurs team that, you know, are still playing to like, stay in the West, still making, you know, they're the ninth seed right now. They're a game up over the Warriors who we talked about at the top, obviously. And like the Grizzlies, Spurs, Warriors, and Pels are all bat, you know, kind of jockeying for uh, the play in tournament. And so, uh, and that's always good. Like I always like doing that in terms of uh, in terms of fantasy at the end of a season, because, you know, those teams care. They're going to, they're going to try just that little bit extra
1: hard. Agree uh, the Spurs, even if they weren't the Spurs, they're still a team that is trying to remain in the playoffs and enhance their standing. Uh, you know, they're not going to be sitting DeMar to at chosen or anything like that. Right. Um, and because they're the Spurs, they do always try, you know, they tank when they have to, but if you don't have to, they're going to play as hard as they can because pop in the front office, understand that it's the experience of winning that really helps young teams. Uh, you want to get in the habit of these guys trying as hard as they can, whenever they can. And they're also a team that has no problem resting guys. So uh, the Spurs have four guys with extremely safe minutes in their starting five. And um, I, you know, and two of them you can and get waivers. So yeah, exactly. Do <laughs> yeah. It's amazing.
0: Uh, all right. Let's go to layups. My layup for this week, A man after your own heart, Natty. I'm sure that you are thrilled to be witnessing the brewing of the Isaiah Stewart stew. Beef uh, stew. That's been concocted in Detroit. 40% rostered in the month of April. This man, 24 minutes per game, 10.6 points per game, 9.3 rebounds per game, 1.1 assist, 1.9 stocks per game. He's just started five of those games during the month of April, which is great like these are minutes of him coming off the bench in a in a bench roll, and he's getting you a double double on 24 minutes yeah. uh top 50 player in the last 30 days all right players who are averaging at least 10 points nine boards <laughs> and 1.4 blocks per game natty there are one two three four five of these players i'm going to take out the take out the uh maybe the more challenging ones for you porzingis capella jared allen there are three guys left who are the other three guys who are averaging at least 10 9 and 1.4 big cat yep
1: one more
0: mvp fate oh no mvp man oh Giannis. no or uh, Embiid. Embiid, there you go and then the other one is the stifle tower
1: of course yeah so boring old rudy
0: <laughs> isaiah stewart in the month of April, is giving you numbers comparable to Joel, Big Cat, Porzingis, Capella, Gobert, and Jared Allen. That's And it. he's that's like it. a
1: foot fucking shorter than those guys. Like he's is, not a seven-footer. That's the He's team. Big Ben Wallace 2.0. Yes, that's the crew. So Beef Stew is
0: putting up elite fantasy production uh for a big that you can get off waivers. I snagged him off waivers last week, and I have been thrilled with Beef Stew on my uh, on my team. I uh, let, let me quickly track. I should have had this in my notes, but let me quickly track down who I dropped for him just to tell you the m- confidence that I had in this young man.
1: Uh, dropped Luca for him. I agree. <laughs> Gotta do and it. He supports this. Uh, get, I dropped
0: Gary Trent Jr.
1: Gary Trent Jr. for Isaiah yeah. Stewart. Yeah. Another exciting young player. But yeah. Beef Stew is... Uh, I mean, he's playing in a way that makes you think that Mason Plumlee will not be wearing red, white and blue next season in Detroit. Um, He's still a real young player, but you can just see the energy that he brings every time he's out there. He's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, He's a familiar type of player to longtime Pistons fans. And the combination of him and Sadiq Bay is absolutely fucking great to watch. There are a lot of good young Pistons on this team. Um, And... Beef Stew is one of those guys who seems like a blue collar player, you know, and uh, there's nothing but potential left. Like this is his rookie season. So hopefully this is not a flash in the pan. This is only the start of a very steep upward trajectory.
0: Yes, exactly. And as the Pistons continue to, you know, be bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, they do. As he is a a future part of this team, like his minutes and role could you might see that increase as we move, you know, to the latter half of the NBA season, which is excellent. I mean, it's already increased drastically from where he started the year. Um, and like because like I said, what did I say? He was averaging, he's averaging 24 minutes the lat through the month of April. On the season, he's averaging 20 minutes. So you know, right. he's already had a four minute increase for the month of April. If that gets, you know, 26, 27, if he starts, like, if he starts seeing, you know, starter minutes, all those numbers are going. He's going to be a locked in double, double. He's going to get you defense. Um, yeah. He's just been playing incredibly. And, uh, and you will be reaping the benefits of adding him to your fantasy team. And Natty is just, he's too thrilled. He's too excited because now this Pistons team is starting to look like, you know, Killian Hayes is back on the court, making some right. sexy bounce passes. You're getting
1: excited, Natty. You're getting excited. I like what I see. I really, and, really do. And how often can you say that? Not often. Also, with Beef Stew, I mean, we just saw a similar situation with the clock blocker, Time Lord yes. himself. Yep. Um, I don't know if he played today. Uh, no, he, he might got, still be injured. out injured. He's still, yeah, yeah. he's still recovering. But a guy who... Brings energy and stats off the bench and steadily raises their diet of minutes. I mean, we just fucking saw this. So if you like Robert Williams the third, you should take a look at Beef Stew. Um, there's like no real reason for him not to continue to get minutes in Detroit. Um, everyone you know likes Mason Plumley and appreciates what he brings to the table, but. He's not as necessary for the long-term future as seeing what Stewart can do.
0: Yes, never, never to never slow down the development of your like future possibly franchise rookie center for uh, Mason Plumley. Sorry, no shade to Mason Plumley, but he's not a
1: he shouldn't be your progress stopper. And you know, like if you're the front office then you're thinking to yourself okay well maybe we can flip mace over the offseason, sure. but that makes it's harder to do that when you just sit him down or you know like they wouldn't i don't know if they would ask him to come off the bench i doubt it so they have to continue to showcase him and make him attractive and you also don't want to ask too much of stewart i mean this is a lost season already so uh you know running him into the ground isn't a good idea we don't want to tom Thibodeau this shit
0: right no totally um let me give a little extra fantasy advice out there for people in the world mason plumley 78th overall in espn player rater on the year if you don't have a trade deadline in your league maybe sell a little high on him see what you can get for him since totally uh, useful player totally useful super useful he's gonna get you you your boards and points but yeah, thinks his role if he stays in Detroit probably will be diminished next year.
1: Uh, what's your layup for this week? My layup is another frequent name on this podcast. This is Mister Safe Minutes himself, Jay Sean Tate, forty-seven percent rostered, 31st... Also added him last week. I like it's it's him and the elite stars throughout the league, like the all NBA level talent. That's, that's how safe his minutes are. Yeah. (laughs) You know, even for a team that doesn't want to win, it's like, well, shit, if Jason wants to play, he can play. That's absolutely fine with us. Uh, he's the 31st best player over the past 30 days, averaging 12 plus points per game, five plus boards, three plus dimes over a steal, shooting 50% from the floor. He does not take threes. Don't worry about it. Um, also when wall's been sitting, Tate's the main ball handler, which I'd, I'd like love to it. see. Yeah. Ah, if he's on your team, you absolutely do. What do you yeah. like? I don't give a shit about the rockets. Um, but again, like more people are being asked to take on. Uh, distributing duties. I think, especially with so many absences. And so Tate has safe minutes. The rockets are giving him a bunch of a long leash and he has delivered all season long, even though that seems strange to say, but he's been, I mean, he's been one of the diamonds of the fantasy season. Totally. Yeah. I
0: dropped Thaddeus Young for him last week. And uh, the thing that he does is like, you look at, if you were just to like glance at his numbers, you'd be like, okay, none of these stand out to me, but what's totally, but what's great about him is the fact that like, there are numbers in every category. So it's like, you know, there's even things to not stand out. Like you said, 12 plus points, five plus boards, almost four assists, almost two steals per game. Like that's just in the month of April, averaging 30 minutes per game. It's just, it's just the across the board in all of the stack categories. And as you love about Derek White, who is a guard getting you blocks, you know, Jay Sean Tate is a guard getting you boards, getting you defense while getting you fine points. And like that, that kind of production yeah i added him i'm happy with it he's a guy who is you know you're going to constantly get solid fantasy points and production out of him and that is honestly when you go into the fantasy playoffs for me those are the kind of guys i love to add into my team to make you know around the big break you know guys who have really high ceilings and might have a couple a lower floor or guys who are off and on injured, you know, if like the way we were talking about, I have Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. It seems (laughs) like he's playing every 17th game. Good for you, Kevin. Uh, I need guys also on my roster in my lineup who are going to at least just reliably get me points, reliably be on the court to uh, at least carry me through a week where maybe Durant plays one game or two games, as opposed to playing all, you know,
1: three or four on the schedule. Totally. And he gets, Tate gets overlooked because of the lack of threes and scoring. So he's Mm -hmm. not an elite scorer like chosen, uh, because they're similar because DeMar doesn't take threes either. But just like you said, Tate doesn't hurt you. He only complements everything that you already have. So he's not going to lose you weeks. Um, he's not sexy, but he's efficient 50% from the floor. Um, there's, a reason why he's been so valuable. And it's because he contributes to most of the stat categories and doesn't hurt you in any of them.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, before we go on to our open threes and long twos, plus a little DFS chatter, let's take a quick ad break. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little
0: or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching back speaking of the brooklyn nets and all of the injuries that they are currently dealing with my open three is a guy who's been benefiting from that and again open threes guys who are 35 percent and under rostered on espn bruce brown for yes. the uh brooklyn nets 28 percent rostered in the month of april 26 minutes per game 10.8 points per game 8.1 rebounds per game 1.9 assists per game 1.7 steals per game and the thing is we've talked about this before on the show. He's in that dunker spot for the nets, which means he's scoring with efficiency. He's only has averaging eight attempts per game through the month of April, but shooting 56% because all he does is dunk or take the occasional inside, you know, shot. Uh, And so those points you're always, you know, he can reliably get you points uh, with a really solid baseline and the boards for again, a whatever six, four guard, I mean, he's averaging you almost a double-double through the month of April, which is quite a delight to be snagging
1: uh, down at the bottom of your waiver wire. I love watching him. He's a former Piston. I really like it when he and Joe Harris are on the floor together. Mm, I just feel like the Nets play better when that's occurring. Um, it's, It's really funny to watch how the Nets use him. It does seem inside out, upside down. Um, but especially it works. because they have so many front court players, but it absolutely does. Yeah. He's a tough motherfucker. Um, he, he doesn't have swagger. It's like, he just presents himself. Like I am an NBA player. Get out of my way. Mm. Like yes. I, I don't disrespect the rest of you, but I'm just as good. Fuck you.
0: Um, yeah.
1: So it, he's just a lot of fun to watch. And the Nets for as much talent as they have, there's still all these questions about whether that can actually work across seven-game series, and I think Bruce Brown is actually going to end up playing more than we think he will in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, oh, I think for sure. Uh, Also, looking at his basketball reference page, learning he's from Boston, Massachusetts, so fellow Bostonian, you got to love that. I have to love that. You don't have to (laughs) love that. You can hate that. I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's I'm just looking at their body types. Bruce Brown, 6'4, 202. Jason Tate, 6'4, 230. Woo! Just muscles. I the man is that man is, is swaggerly built. But I wonder if I wonder if Jason Tate, like I know that the Rockets have kind of, you know, he's been ball dominant for what they are as a team right now. But I wonder if he can like in his future. L- in a future world for him. If that's kind of like, if this is what he evolves into, if he doesn't like, if, it, if his jump shot develops and he can build something from out outside, then that's great. And that I think will obviously change his game. But he also seems like one of these guards who can, as the NBA is constantly evolving and then starting to put smaller guys in that dunker spot, you know, a guard who can get you 10 points, 10 boards uh pretty reliably. I mean, Bruce Brown, uh his last, what four games last four games
1: averaging 13 points 11 rebounds <laughs> love it he's been on a nice run absolutely and, love it you know the nba has sort of uh reconsidered point distribution i think like they don't mind it so much anymore if someone's scoring under 10 points a game so long as they're scoring those points efficiently sure. and yes. from the right spot so like my open three is another guy in the dunker in the dunking spot who also doesn't hit threes and doesn't even take them. Nurland's null. We mentioned him earlier. He's 34% rostered. So right underneath the limit, Uh 33rd on the player Raider. And he basically does the exact same shit. as like Bruce Brown and some of these other people last 30. He's averaging five plus points per game. I know big time, uh, but with a 59 field goal percentage, He's uh, eight boards over a steal, over two blocks per game. He has, New Orleans has the third most total blocks this season, 118, behind he's he's Miles like- Turner with 159 and Rudy with 165. And Noel has 200 fewer minutes than yes. Miles and 600 fewer then go bear. So just like you were about to say like, Oh, he hasn't really played that much. You're fucking right. And if he did play block efficiency is out of this world. There are a couple of highlight reels going around the internet where it's just like him. Absolutely. I think worldwide. Wob sent one out. His his blocks are great, but he's always been like this. He's still just 26, I think. Um, And he's been an elite defender, but you just don't want him to have to have a heavy scoring load. So He's been perfect for Tibbs. Uh, yeah. Like this is, I, I sort of wonder whether, you know, they're even going to really care about Mitch Rob in their future plans. Um, you know, maybe they'll pick up a different type of player. They can trade him. So I, you know, I don't know, but Nerlens is, he, he seems like a vintage Tibbs guy.
0: Yes, he does. And, and he is someone who like, honestly, all of his fantasy, like he just alone for the reliability to which he blocks, how reliable his defense is. That in and of itself is worth rostering. And then points yeah. and boards are just gravy. And like, and,
1: and totally. to the point,
0: to the point where it's like, what did you, what did you say he was for the year, or or in the last thirty for ESPN Player Raider?
1: He's thirty like first over the guy. past, or thirty 31st. third over the past month.
0: Thirty third, yeah, thirty third over the t- past month. And in the month of April, let's see month of april he's averaging 5.8 points per game 7.9 boards so it's it's just it's just like these blocks his his ability to block is solely sustaining his fantasy value so even if he scores no points and gives you like (laughs) five boards the blocks are enough to get make him a good fantasy player and that kind of comfort in those like rare defensive numbers is so great for your team because everything else is gravy if he does put on like against what i look at a, against the pelicans uh last week 12 points eight boards exceptional like that is great against atlanta he had nine points 12 boards awesome but he also has like he played the play toronto 29 minutes 1.5 yeah. boards, but four fucking blocks. And <laughs> like, that is
1: plenty to be uh, to put forward a really good fantasy performance. And the Raptors are weird. They play bigs. I feel like almost Everywhere. better than anyone else. Yeah. Like they're the only team that Embiid says, gives him a lot of trouble or, you mm-hmm. know, any kind of legitimate trouble. So, uh, they're the Raptors are something else. We shouldn't hold that one point against New Orleans too hard for that particular game. But He's he has safe minutes. You yep. know what he's going to give you. And in the playoffs, what you want are elite category stat contributors. So if someone just gives you dimes like Rondo, who's available, you pick them up. If someone just gives you box like blocks like Nerlands, you pick them up. You're yep. hoping that they have well-rounded games, but in the playoffs, all you want to do is win the cat static the yep. stat category, excuse me.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, well, let's go into the long twos. Guys, 20% and under rostered in ESPN. And a guy who is giving you some production, mild, but some production across stat categories is, and I have written it out phonetically here, so we'll see how good I do this. <laughs> Facundo
1: Capasso. Did I nail it? I've been pronouncing it Campazzo, but compazzo. Uh, maybe it's Composo. I'm not sure. The magician. I have no idea. He's great.
0: Facundo Capasso uh five percent rostered he started the last four games for the nuggets in place of jamal murray and monte morris who are both injured uh and in that span last four games averaging 6.8 points 2.8 boards 5.5 assists 1.5 steals nice not a reliable scorer but you're adding him for his assists, steals and he does this is a nice little fact stat for you to take over five threes per game uh since he's starting, he's only shooting 27%, but on the season he's shooting 37% from beyond the arc. And so you're, you would hope that those numbers, you know, those, that percentage kind of finds equilibrium once again. Uh, but even still he is getting you good steals, solid assists, um, and shooting a good number of threes at a, you know, if he averages back to what he's been doing on the season, not a bad clip. Uh, and so that's always a threat to score some points, uh, but yeah but again a guy whose minutes are pretty locked in especially with jamal murray being out for the year uh and the nuggets trying to battle and stay in that kind of fourth seed spot he
1: is a rookie by the way <laughs>
0: also true
1: <laughs> um, he's he seems i was very excited when denver uh got him because i thought that the combination of him and joker would be amazing mm. to elite passers but Campazzo or let's just call him facundo uh he seems about to Camposso, be a rhythm so because he, there you six. go nice fucking job buddy. cam
0: Paso. we're just gonna wow. absolutely fucking americanize Plus. and butcher his name cam
1: <laughs> he's it seems like the more he starts the better his shot will be. You know, he just needs to be in rhythm. He's always looking for a pass. Uh, Those threes are there. Uh, He's taking them. So, um, again, another player who you're not as attracted to because of the point totals, what you want are the other stats that he contributes. And, again, Denver fucking needs him. They're running out of players. Uh, So, you know, Joker and Michael Porter Jr. have been on fucking fire the past month uh to try to pick up the slack and hopefully facundo gets into a better rhythm and his shots start dropping and when they do if they do then his fantasy value will skyrocket yep five percent roster right now so
0: literally costs you nothing if you have a streamer spot uh that you want open if you have someone who you just popped on your ir like i if you're in a super 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 deep league and you're just looking for anyone you can scrounge off waivers. You can do uh, not much better than Capazzo at uh, under 10% rostered. Uh, Natty, who's your long two for the week? Another frequent guest. Sadiq hey, Faye. come on down. they the usual stars. Uh, I mean, he is another also, rookie. This is the most we've ever talked about the, the Pistons on this show before, even though you're a Pistons And fan. former
1: Pistons, yeah, totally. Daddy
0: feeling himself this week. My goodness.
1: Well, this is what happens when you give minutes to young players, right? <laughs> this is what happens when the Pistons win a couple of games. I, you know, and same with, with Time Lord. When you give these guys opportunities, then they start filling the stat sheets. Um, and with Sadiq Bay who's 19.9% rostered, so right under the you limit. You just snuck to's. it under. Well done, uh, I approve. He's been a top 100 player of the past month, and he's number 120 on the season. Now that, again, is as a rookie, and he wasn't playing as much earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Over the last 30 days, he's 12-plus points per game, four-plus boards over an assist, two-plus three-pointers made. 38 players are averaging six-plus three-point attempts, per game and have a 37 three-point percentage or better on the season. 38 players. Only Sadiq Bay and Michael Porter Jr. are 22 years old. They're the youngest on that list. And Bay is averaging the third fewest minutes per game of all of those 38. So he's young. He hasn't been getting as much playing time earlier in the season, but now he's here and he's shooting like a bunch of guys who are 70, 80, 90% rostered. He's tied with Donovan Mitchell in true shooting percentage. Seems Mm. good. Um, And he's not just a guy that can help you in the rest of the season. He's a great dynasty stash. Yeah. Out of all of the players with at least 133 pointers made this season, that's 33 players. Only Bay and Patty Mills are less than 20% rostered. Sadiq Bay is 22 years old and he's on a list where everybody else is highly rostered. His minutes are safe. Sadiq's are, and they will be safe going forward. I mean, he's going to have a 20 year career um, as a real 3d guy. So if you need three pointers made, you should check out Sadiq because he is highly available and uh, no one is taking his minutes or his shots in Detroit.
0: Yeah. I wish there was a way for me to, you like pronounce the difference in my spelling but really Sadiq bay is not just Sadiq bay to natty he's
1: Sadiq bay oh i see yeah b-a-e gotcha it looks great on paper it
0: looks terrible uh through
1: the audio medium (laughs) of which
0: we were recording this podcast sad bay get it out there (laughs)
1: Uh, he's he's say. great he's going to turn into like he'll be the new Tayshon for uh mm. distance fans. i like it i like it. um and, and i like
0: those i like those seven attempts per game over the last month shooting 34 yeah. percent from three not bad and he's had what he's had two game three games within the month of april i'm looking at his uh you know uh game logs three games in the month of april where he's taken over 10 threes per game and shot 50 percent um, 16%, you know, ignore that one, and 54%. So, like, you know, just goes to show there are nights where he can get really hot from three, sh- take a bunch of shots, and can get you large uh, scoring outputs along with, you know, the reliable, you know, solid defensive and uh, and rebound points that he's getting, or stats that he's getting you there.
1: I like it. 22 years old, y'all. 20 freaking two This is years. the type of dynasty player that... Will be solid for you for a decade.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, before we move to studs and duds, Natty, do you have any from the logos for us this week? I do not. I okay. it's okay. Yeah, Cam Passo is is our from the logo, our honorary from I the agree. logo this week. Perfect. All right, well, let's move on to studs and duds then. It's time for both Natty and I to pick one player who we think will perform above average in fantasy DFS this coming week and one who will underperform. We didn't have a show last week. uh, So as thus, our records are still the same. Natty is 12 and six. I am 11 and seven. I, my stud this week, am going to stay with the Homer crowd. I'm going to pick a Boston Celtic because their schedule is quite saucy this coming yes. week, which makes me very happy after they dropped one against the Hornets. But Kemba Walker has been playing pretty hot recently, uh, and I think he's going to stay hot. The Celtics play the Thunder, the Hornets, who he dropped 20 on uh, just today, the Spurs, and then the Trailblazers. I like Kemba to to stay pretty toasty against that. And I don't think, actually, let me quickly check the schedule. I don't think any of those games are, there might be one back-to-back, uh, which Kemba does traditionally set out, um and so even with that let's see celtics yeah so charlotte the second charlotte game is a back-to-back against okc honestly charlotte is the tougher matchup if if kemba just plays okc uh san antonio and portland this week yeah that makes
1: that makes my bet even better if charlotte kemba is the kemba that gets to play in those games then that's great and if he doesn't if charlotte kemba doesn't play against charlotte then that's okay too um He's he's not the straw that stirs the drink in Boston, but when he's on, they just look so much better. Um, oh, so
0: much better! Having that third reliable third option, especially since Evan Fournier has just not been able to, you know, yeah, play. What a shame! That th- that's was, been a bummer. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Kemba's Kemba's last what like six games? Yeah, averaging twenty points per game, shooting thirty four percent from three. Love it. Love
1: he's, it. Uh, we forget how much fun it is to watch Kemba yes. at hundred percent. He's definitely, he remains one of the most fun players uh, in basketball when everything's tied together for him. Yep. Uh, who's your stud this week? My stud this week is prefaced upon the fact that his team plays five games this week. Oh, you're going for quantity. I am going for quantity, even though we look at ratios. This is just a helpful reminder for folks out there. If you're in weekly leagues, three teams play five games this week, the Dallas Mavericks, the OKC Thunder and the Toronto Raptors. So if you're looking for players to plug in for the week and actually get volume, then you should look at those three teams, including this guy, a Dallas Maverick, my stud this week, Dorian Finney-Smith. He is a forward over the last two weeks. He's third in minutes per game for Dallas. Chris has, you know, an ankle thing. Again, he missed the last game. He might miss the next one. You know, who knows how many minutes he'll actually play when he does come back. Luca's a little banged up. Um, and in the last two weeks, Dorian Finney Smith has averaged 13 plus points per game, six boards, two plus three pointers made and has a 56 field goal percentage. That's nice. Yeah. The five games the Mavericks are playing this week are Sacramento, the warriors who, as we said, have a top 10 defensive rating. So that's not super easy. The Pistons, the wizards, and then the Kings again, he gets to play Sacramento twice. I think that's a pretty nice lineup for the Mavericks in general. And for Dorian Finney Smith in particular, I think he's going to have a pretty good week with volume and efficiency.
0: I like it. And it's a perfect transition because my dud for this week is on the aforementioned Sacramento Kings uh, because the Kings play the Mavericks twice, the jazz and the Lakers, which is, not a great, and, not a great and week. And without De'Aaron
1: Fox. And I without mean, De'Aaron God Fox, damn. exactly.
0: And so my guy is replacing De'Aaron Fox, and that's Ty, uh, Tyrese Talliburton. It's just, that is just a, a tough four games to play this week. Yeah. It goes Mavericks, Jazz, Lakers, Mavericks. Um, It was between them and someone on the Raptors, because the Raptors, they play five games, but those five, five games against uh Cavs, Nets, Nuggets, Jazz,
1: Lakers. Yes, Yikes, although raptors. i do i do have a stud candidate that i'm just gonna throw out there from the raptors Ooh, but i totally okay. agree with you
0: yes it's a tough stretch but anyway so for tyree style haliburton too i just think that uh in the starting lineup means more minutes but also means more opportunities for mistakes natty and you're going up against three top totally. defenses that's uh that could come back to bite you and marvin
1: bagley's still out i mean this yep. king season is a complete disaster they're almost they like they should have blown tech. it up at the trade deadline one one could argue if they even could i mean some of these guys you know like who wants marvin bagley the, no but they could have, have
0: you could have trade traded for. you could have traded um uh, uh um, harrison barnes they were yeah. fervent on keeping him because they thought they had a playoff chance
1: and you know the bogdan situation from last offseason. Yeah, that was yeah it's just really tough and they just look absolutely awful um and you know their coaching and front office has not covered themselves in glory, but Tyrese Halliburton fucking rules. So who cares <laughs> about any of the rest of it? Uh, but I agree with you. He's going to have to shoulder a big load, and this is going to be a tough stretch for them. Um, they're twenty four and thirty five on the season, and they're two and eight in their last ten. Jesus fucking Christ, Sacramento! That Ugh. is rough. All right, wrap us up. Who's your dud for the week? My dud. Going big again is Devin Booker. Oh, baby. The Phoenix Suns play the New York Knickerbockers, the LA Clippers, the Utah Jazz, and the OKC Thunder. He's been, Booker's been slumping a bit recently. Um, I don't really know what the issue has been. Um, and I just think that's four tough games, even though the Thunder are tanking, like their young perimeter guys are still going to run up and down the floor on you and you always have to account for poku um there's let's see they're 42 and 17 the suns they're definitely wanting they're not going to take games off or anything like that you know they care about their seeding. it's possible they could get the number one overall seed which would be amazing for them um there's uh a line of thinking that this would be Devin Booker's like best week, like fuck this slump. I'm coming out and I'm beating the shit out of all these other teams, including the jazz and the Clippers who are close to us in the standings. So while I'm hopeful that Booker has a good week and really gets to show everybody off, I think that the slump will continue. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I can get behind that Devin Booker. That's, that is a bold claim, but, uh, You know, you got, sometimes you got to go big. Sometimes you got to go bold. Exactly.
1: And I do have one more stud candidate, uh, as we mentioned earlier in Toronto, Chris Boucher is out with an MCL uh, injury. It's not torn, but he's out for the foreseeable future. Cam Birch late of the Orlando magic is now the Raptors starting center. Um, There's, Like no one else really there that they want to play. He's 10% rostered. Uh, He's just going to get all the minutes in the fucking world, I think. And again, like we said earlier, the Raptors do have five games. So this is a volume play. Like you said, they're going up, uh, you know, Jared Allen in Cleveland, uh, the Nets front court, Joker in Denver, the Jazz, then the Lakers. So it's going to be a tough assignment, but there's no one else there they have to play kem birch so if you're looking for interior uh presence if you're desperate for a big check out kem birch because i think his minutes are safe at least for the next week yeah he started the last five games for them uh eight plus points
0: six plus boards one almost two blocks not bad uh, it's, bad. it's free production. So free you know. production and stats are
1: and uh or are just opportunity minutes make the world grow. And, and I think he's from Canada, so maybe he's playing with you know extra uh, pizzazz now oh, that he's I like on the it.
0: raptors. I like it. That always, you know, play for the home crowd. That's always a good a good sign.
1: Um, all right. I did well, have one more thing to say before we go. Just wanted to point out that. The Bulls are the 11th seed in the East and the Pelicans are the 11th seed in the West. And that's a pretty big fucking problem if that's how the season ends, because both those teams wanted to be in the playoffs this year. It's
0: true. I wonder if the Pelicans get real panicky this offseason and really try to make a lot of dumb moves.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, they feel they feel ripe for it the fact that Zion has looked so much better on offense and so much worse on defense, even though he's gotten better, it's just, you know, they've had a strange season too. Uh, A lot of people. I thought you were going to say the fact
0: that Zion said that he wants to play in New York. Well, I
1: mean, I I feel like everybody (laughs) says that at some point in their career because everybody likes to play at the garden and you know, it's New York, but people say they like playing in the Staples center too. Uh, So like, you know, New Orleans is a great town, just because some kids said that they like playing in New York or that they like New York. You shouldn't. The Pelicans are much.
0: panicking. It's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting off
1: if they don't even make the play in tournament. It, it's gonna be tough because they definitely constructed a team with that in mind. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, one
0: hundred percent. Awesome. Well, there you go. Make sure you subscribe to the Fake Teams podcast wherever you get your podcasts: iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. That's how you'll not only get us, but also our fantasy baseball and fantasy football show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Long Tube Podcast. We will be back at you next week, Natty. Until then, my friend,
1: stay safe and uh, well rested. You do the same. Get some good naps and enjoy uh, this. There's like 15 to 12 games left in the NBA season. Things are really heating up because of the plan, so enjoy the games this week. A Madden.